Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. You have made it to episode 70. We've done this 70 times. <laughs> 70 times if you don't count the Patreon episodes. I was just thinking. Oh, shit, that's true. That's true, the Patreon episodes. Which, which Maybe the... Seven, 72. So 72. 72 times. Hey, guys, <laughs> how's it going? How, how are you doing? Michael, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing well. Um, it's been a crazy week. Have you been Have you been busy? I've been busy. Like with work or yeah yeah no it's 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 um we try and parse out so what I do I have to be on the phone a lot so I'll try to have two weeks on two weeks off but that structure has just been crumbling you know what I mean so it's just one week on one week on one week on one week on you know what I mean like there's there's no more structure anymore so yeah it's been uh, it's been a crazy week plus so we've been how, how long have you been wearing the clothes on your back right now I was what I'm really asking I was literally confronted by my wife this morning she said you have to shower and you have to change your shirt <laughs> the the beauty at least for me the beauty the beauty of Seattle and I guess just the Pacific Northwest in general is I can I could wear the same the same shirt and jeans but change my like raincoat or like my <laughs> puffy jacket and just look different outside to the outside world because it's cold and rainy. And yeah, I, I just, no, I dude. feel like I've been in sweatpants all week. Dude, not, not me. Like it was, so I, I had to shower today and it was bad. It was like Encino man. Did you ever seen Encino man with Brendan Fraser and fucking no. Polly Shore? Are you familiar with the, are you familiar with the film? No, no, I know the actors. So basically, Encino Man is these guys in California. They're in high school, and there's an earthquake, and they basically they happen upon and discover this this caveman, this frozen caveman, and he thaw and he's back to life now. And the, the caveman's Brendan Fraser. And so the first thing they do is they <laughs> they shower him, and the shower, or I think they bathe him. The bath is just like lined with like muck and like the dirt with which he's accumulated, you know, being a fucking caveman and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, no, I'm right there. Trust me, I'm right there with you. But we have to do a podcast. The show must go on. Cleanliness yes, be damned. Yes. Yeah. The show must go on. This is a super, super cool episode. Episode 70. A lot of stuff has happened in terms of watch news. A lot of stuff has happened in terms of Two Broke Watch Snobs news. This is actually a really, really cool topic because it was very spur of the moment. And I like to think of the the, 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 the <laughs> impetus for it as internet ire. I was very angry. I think well, when I texted yeah. you about this idea. You were upset, and I also think this is another topic that that takes us back to our roots. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of really, really trying to dissect the budget of budgets yeah. uh, when it comes to to being a watch collector, and I guess the unspoken entry point of becoming a watch collector, um, and basically doing it as cheap as possible. So yeah, I mean to to, pref- yeah. to preface, I was on I was on Instagram, and I saw like. <coughs> there we go. That's already happening. I saw either a sponsored post or it was a post or it was a story segment. I don't know what it was, but it was from Orient Watch um, USA. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to talk specifically about Orient Watch USA's marketing the past few months because I I don't think you guys want to hear me yell for that long. But specifically in regards <laughs> to this one, it's one spot. I don't know what's happening over there uh, in that in that office. I think they're just dartboarding ideas. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
They get 50 homeless guys to come in, draw random things on the wall, they pay all the guys to leave, and they throw a dart. Whatever drawing it lands on, that's the next marketing campaign for Orient Watch USA. You mean you don't you don't like Mr. Orient? You know what I mean? I, you mean I don't like Mr. Rapey? No, I'm not super into Mr. <laughs> Rapey. Personally, I, I would like my watch collection without a side of groping rapage. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It is, it is a little rapey. It's a little a rapey, dude. We're in yeah. fucking the Mark Summers suit from Double Dare and give me those weird rapey eyes. It's like, dude, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand who thought this was a good idea. Regardless, this Orion <laughs> ad came up and it was um, uh, start your, uh, I know, yeah, how, how to start a watch collection for a thousand dollars. As a thousand, okay, only, oh yeah, only a thousand bucks, dude. That's fucking, that's fucking. Yeah, when, when did a thousand dollars become only a thousand dollars? That's rent. Man, like if my choices if my choices are are rent or starting a watch collection, I'm choosing rent, dude. And the thing is the way it was positioned, it was positioned in my opinion as to like how to show people who are just getting into watches or interested in watches how they could start a watch collection for only a thousand dollars. My response to that is you fucking casuals. You casuals. A thousand dollars? A thousand dollars. Dude, I could be a fucking orological king for a thousand dollars, living living in mountains and piles of really cool watches. So basically, I was texting Michael about this the other day when I first saw it. I, I, I've also had a lot of coffee today, which might explain what's happening right now. Um, <clears throat> and I was texting him, and I'm like, dude, a thousand bucks, fuck that. We could easily tell people, or we could easily show people how you could start an awesome watch collection. Start an awesome watch collection for hundred and fifty bucks. And he just and Mike, you just wrote back, perfect. Let's do it. And I'm like, what? Like yeah, dude. Let's do let's do on the show tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this was yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> and so that's the topic of the day. The topic for this week's show is starting a watch collection for one hundred and fifty dollars. One thousand dollars be damned. Five hundred dollars be damned. Two hundred dollars be damned. One hundred and fifty dollars. This isn't affordable watches under sixty five. This isn't. This is a, a collection. A, a collection with which someone could start for one hundred and fifty bucks. If you had a bunch of gift cards, if you if you happened upon a corpse in the wood, and the corpse in the wood had one hundred and fifty dollars in his pocket, whatever means people normally find one hundred and fifty bucks. This is how you would start a watch collection. And so, basically, the way it works is Michael chose his strategy, his kind of pathway. I chose mine, and we're going to compare notes. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Did I miss anything? Just kind of headlining the show. No, no, that's 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 about it. That's about it. But first, but first, we have to honor tradition. Would you like to do the wrist check? Yes. You go first. I've been talking way too much. I forgot the name of the watch that I'm wearing, so I have to look it up. Michael is wearing a watch with hands. <laughs> maybe, actually, maybe. If so, not all watches have hands. <laughs> Uh, not all watches. <laughs> not all Does watches. The 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 Listenardin Freak. Does that one have hands? Technically, it has, it has one giant hand. <laughs> the hand is the movement. The hand is the gear train. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is a watch that I got in yesterday, and I am so happy with it. Um, it's from a brand called Hemel. Yeah. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, and I, I texted you, I think I texted you when I got it, I'm like, this is so cool. You were very, I was, I was skeptical from pictures before you got it, but then seeing it on your wrist, you're wearing a very cool watch. What, to tell everyone home what you're wearing. So this is the Hemel HFT 20 with the Seiko VK64 Mecha Quartz movement. Um, and this is technically the first Mecha Quartz 
chronograph movement that I've ever dealt with. Yep. So um, it's been an experience. And this one, so uh, Hemel's a smaller brand out of New York City <coughs> or maybe even Long Island, I think. Um, really? I didn't know that. Long Island. Yeah. I got I got to I got to <laughs> check because I actually saw Mark um, from from Long Island Watches do a video uh, for them. I think they're I think they're available on Long Island Watches. We'll we'll have to check. Just just but, so you um, know, Michael, having lived in Long Island for a long time, that's how the natives say it. Long Guy Land. You have to say it, Long Guy Land. That's how you say it. Long Guy Land. Long okay. Guy Land. All right. That's I'll, how you say I'll, it. I'll get it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> now, but this this thing is cool. It's basically. Um, it's uh, an it's an old school style like uh, pilot chronograph kind of deal right. because the the configuration I have has a twelve hour bezel, um, and a two register chronograph. Um, so at like nine o'clock and three o'clock, mm-hmm. um, and uh, no seconds, no running seconds. That's kind of it's it's funny when I got it and I realized that one of the sub registers was for like a twenty four hour readout, which is useless um <laughs> for me um i was a little upset but then i realized like wow I, i'm not i don't have to care about the exact mark of the seconds hand when i'm setting the watch like this is it's almost liberating liberating um, i was just gonna say yeah in a way and i was just like okay i look at my computer and i'm like okay it looks like five o'clock i'll set it to five o'clock ish um <laughs> and yeah i go about my day and it's um it's kind of thick for a for a mecha quartz, so for people that have experience with the Seiko VK sixty four, um, I'm not sure if it's a thick movement. Um, this watch, let me take a look. My my undone has a VK, I believe a VK series in there. In the watch, your your Hemel, your 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 Hemel might be thick. Um, does it have water resistance? If it's like two hundred meter, then that's why. It's a hundred meters. Oh, okay, never mind. I have no idea why it's thick. It's a hundred meters. I I don't know how thick it is. Um, I still don't have calipers, <laughs> but um, uh, it's uh, it's forty two millimeters wide with uh, twenty millimeter lugs, and a lug to lug of forty nine millimeters. So it's not bad actually in terms of like it, those dimensions. It's not bad. It has a C three Superluminova on nice. the um on the Arabics and the hands, and um, it comes with a really like super super thick leather strap and uh i photographed the watch today for like a review and um as soon as i was done i like i took it off and i put it on a um on a gray blue shark uh nato strap oh nice it's it's, uh it's pretty sweet um also the 12 so the 12 hour bezel is not like the one that uh is on the marathon that we gave away Mm -hmm. not long ago which would click for every um five minute interval it's just like a regular like dive bezel it's not oh, okay. bi-directional but it's it's solid um there isn't much play on the bezel and um i also do apologize if you can hear my cat bell right now it's it's okay i i like to hear the cats in the background <laughs> when i'm when i'm editing i'm like oh it's so cute <laughs> um otherwise oh you you saw a photo of it just now um and you're right the crown is absolutely huge it's really cool looking it, it's, it's almost like um not like a like a like like a Flieger onion crown. What's the other one called? Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Sometimes they're sometimes they're called pumpkins, but this is kind of oniony. It's like a diamond onion, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's like it's like a diamond. Yeah. Can I say diamond onion sounds disgusting? Like that's <laughs> it's incredibly unappealing. The idea of wearing a diamond onion, or would you eat the diamond onion? I mean, if you go to a fancy restaurant and they serve you like a like a steak with diamond onions, it sounds like a nice thing. They have pearl onions. Pearl onions are a thing. So why and couldn't pearl there... onions? Then then diamond onions should should be a thing. You heard it here, folks. Two broke onion snobs coming to a SoundCloud station near you. <laughs> What else? Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm really stoked to be wearing a, a nice quartz watch that you don't really have to worry about. Um, so my question to you is I've had, a, I've had a mecha, mecha quartz for a while and I'm working on the mecha quartz piece for the, um, for the, for the two book watch .com website. How cool <laughs> is it working the chronograph on there? It's really smooth. Uh, like a nice little clicky action when you start it and stop it. Right? I, I mean, I don't know if that's a Seiko like VK series thing. I mean, who else makes these um, there mecha quartz? Are, there are a few other brands that do be classified as mecha quartz. I believe IWC has one. I think. Really? I know Tag Heuer has done one. Um, huh. Basically, a mecha quartz is a quartz movement, but a mechanical chronograph complication put on it. So the power source and all the gear train bullshit, all of that's quartz. But the mecha, but but the the chronograph part is mechanical, which is why there's an actual like there's, there's springs and hammers in there and bullshit. That's why it clicks like a like a mechanical chronograph because it's a mechanical chronograph complication, but it's a mecha quartz hmm. sort of holistic system, if that makes sense. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's fun. You know, it's uh, it's fun. It's cheap. This one retails for four forty nine. You get um, a cool leather strap and uh, I think like a leather like keychain kind of deal. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of a it's just a solid like pilot's watch. You know, it's it's um, we talked about like diver driver flyer thing not not long ago, and it's. Mm -hmm. um, this is definitely a, a worthy contender for the uh, the flyer spot without spending much money because, like GMTs and like I think pilot watches in general can get like super pricey if you're factoring in like a world time complication or a GMT complication. Right. Um, you know something with a twelve hour bezel. If you look at the earliest like Breguet like pilot watches, for example, um, you know a twelve hour bezel I still think is kind of the most convenient. You know, because you just, you land in a new spot and you just like twist the bezel and that's that. Um, it's one of those cool, I'm sorry. No, yeah, that that's what this watch is. And, you know, you can get it for under 500 bucks. That's what this Hemel is. So I, and so, 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 I mean, forgive me if I'm totally like wrong, but is it a new brand? I'm not really familiar with the brand. So I saw, I saw Hemel um, kind of coming out maybe like last year. Okay, cool. But they've had they've had the same models for a bit. I'm not sure if they started last year or the year before. Um, I spoke with the owner and he's uh, he has some plans coming up. I won't really talk about, but um, he's got plans, man. Yeah, there's 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 still a new brand, you know. Nice. That's cool though. That's super super cool. I'm excited to 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 hear your thoughts on it as you spend more time with it, you know. Oh, and they also make this watch with the Seiko uh, N NH35. Not the NH35. It's the... 38? I think the other one is. It's the N88. 88. So they have they have a full um, mechanical chronograph version of this watch. But that, that oh. retails for 
uh, 9.99. Oh, show mouth. Mechanical chronograph. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I was I was more stoked to get the the mecha quartz just because I've never really spent time with one. Having having the mecha quartz in the undone my 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 undone urban chronograph I think has changed my opinion in that it's become a facet of my love for quartz chronos. My I've I've developed I feel like a new love for just the mecha quartz sort of movement. So I'm interested to explore new watches with it. I'm interested to see what new micro brands you know use it so um uh-huh yeah I'm, I'm super i'm super happy to hear that you're 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 having a good time with that watch man but yours the the undone is also to register correct or is it three? Oh, i don't have it in front of me undone yeah it's a two register at, at 12 and 6 right mm. we're terrible we're not very good <laughs> this is a bad i see it yeah it's a 12 it's a 12 and 6 um yes yes it is you are right yes but Ten. there are running there are running seconds at six o'clock so i'm not sure what movement this is i have no idea it's one of yeah. the vks it's nice though it, it's kind of it's sort of the same deal with this uh this hemel mm-hmm. um oh and by the way it's also available with a with a regular dive bezel so you can get it with a 12 hour oh, bezel cool. or you can get it with a, with a dive watch bezel. So, um, but I think you get a little more utility with a 12 hour bezel and then using the chronograph for like elapsed time. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, but, but if someone was just like, Oh, I love it. I'm just not super into the GMT bezel. Oh, you can, you can get a fucking dive bezel in there. Yeah. That's, that's super cool, man. Yeah. The, the GMT bezel is kind of a, it's, it can be an acquired taste cause it's also like steel. So it's an all steel look. And then the dive bezel is you know, is black, uh, in its tone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it really depends on the aesthetic that you like, uh, but you know, both, both good options, um, for the price compared to the, the N88 movement or the Mecha Quartz, I would always go for the Mecha Quartz, you know, just cause it's so much more carefree, I guess. And I don't really care about having mechanical movements and everything. So, right. Yeah. This thing is fun. I'm I'm excited to spend more time with it, and I love it on this um, this Blue Shark NATO strap. That's so cool. I'm I'm super happy you wore that for the rest check. Yeah. How about you? I uh I'm t- I I took it back to my roots today, man. I took it back. I took it back as far as I could possibly have taken it back in my watch collecting. In the time that I've I've, I've collected watches, I am wearing my Seiko SNK, my first automatic on a black NATO strap, which is my first NATO that you gave me. So it's the first automatic watch I ever got on the first strap I ever got. I got the strap before the watch. Do you remember that? Like, I told you, like, you were thinking about getting watches. I'm like, oh, you should get some straps, so I'll bring some. (laughs) Before you even got the watch. Yeah, like, the next day we talked about that, you were just like, oh, here, here's some straps. And I was just like... I was so amazed that you were giving me things. I mean, little, little I mean, little did I, little did I know that now every, like every watch collector, like has these things like heartworms. Like you just, there are just, there are more than enough straps to go around, especially with like, like, like some of these NATO straps. You know what I mean? But like, you know, to me, I didn't really have a watch collection. I didn't really understand. And like, oh, this is incredible. You gave me um, like an olive green one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, the cat bell is super loud. Sorry if you can hear that. <laughs> it's cute. It's like fucking Christmas in here, dude. Uh, you gave me an olive green one. You gave me this black one. This black one has seen the most wear. I had this. I had this black strap on my Seiko SMK green dial for a long time. Um, I had on the on the Raketa Big Zero for a long time, and I've now recently put it back on the uh, 
Seiko SNK. I think it's great. It's so interesting. Um, I think from an outside perspective, it's an odd pairing because it's a black strap, kind of a brushed, sort of darker-ish, not like black, but like a muted sort of steel case and a green dial. So black, mm -hmm. muted steel, green dial. There's odd, I feel like there would be awkward clashing in it, but there's something for me that's so like, we've said it before when you try on watches you haven't worn in a long time, it's like coming home, man. There's just something about, because for the longest yeah. time, this was the most consistent watch strap combination I had seen on myself. You know, look down, see the watch, black strap, green dial, rock and roll, you know? So um, I was looking at the, I was looking at the watch box this morning and just kind of inspired by the idea of the episode, like, you know, starting a collection. I was just like, man, like I, when I first bought, when I first bought this watch, my little Seiko SNK green dial, I didn't know. I just didn't know. I didn't know what, 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 what was going to happen. You know what I mean? Like I thought I was just going to get a watch and that was it. But, but the watch is very special. I'm very happy to be wearing. And I also realized something else, Michael, when I, when I, when I saw this watch, I, I got this watch prompted by you because I had asked you at the time, for people, I'm sorry, this is redundant for people who are, who are new to the show. Um, before Michael and I like became friends, before we got into watches, we were working together. And when we were working together, I had decided that I was going to leave this place. And so I left and I had a bunch of job interviews lined up and I had this notion in my head that I needed a watch. I can't, <laughs> I, I need a watch to at least look presentable. I can't walk in there like some kind of bare-wristed savage and ask, ask for a job. You know what I'm saying? So I knew Michael was into watches. And so I'm like, I'm like, hey man, can I get your ear for a second? Like blah blah blah. You know, if I was if I was trying to like impress because I, I I also didn't want to let people know that I was interviewing. So I'm like, if I was trying to like impress a room full of people who were watch people, but I didn't want to spend a lot of money, like what kind of watch would I get? And then um he told me a few watches. This was the one that stuck out uh, I think the most, and so I got this watch, you know, prompted prompted by you, you know. It's it's fun and I it's I like that you got the green one because the green one is the one I'm um kind of skeptical on. Really? Okay. Um and I feel like I've talked about this since like episode 1. I want like all four of them, the the green, the black, the blue and the cream one. Yeah. I've sold the cream one like three times already. I can never <laughs> seem to keep them. Um but the green I never know what to pair it with. So you like it with black? There's something about it. There's something just huh. not not power clashy because that just sounds really weird, but there's something very utilitarian. It's like, listen, I have this watch and I have this black strap. I'm just going to put them together. There's there's I, I, I'll, I'll you know, I'll take a nice picture of it and I'll try and put it up on the feed because I don't think right. I actually have a nice picture of this of the SNK on this black NATO. I don't think. Not on the feet. Have you worn, I, I think tan might be good too. Do you have any like tan 18 millimeters? I do. I do. I have some of those. Uh, I still have a lot. Of, I still have a lot of toxic natos. Uh, not, uh, uh, those toxic royals that we bought for giveaways. Ah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I thanks, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. You're the best. Um, so yeah, I could try it on one of those. I've had it on green. I've had it on regimental. Regimental, yes. And it looks really cool um, on that. But for me, there's just something about the the, the, the black. I don't know. I, if you go, actually right now, if you go on our feed, dude, in the story segments, there, I, I did a quick story segment um, nice. with the watch before recording. But, um, but it occurred to me as I was looking in the watch box and I was remembering that story and I was remembering this watch and then I was remembering this, this, this journey that both you and I have taken. And it occurred to me something that was very, very just 
I don't know, gave me good perspective. Michael, you changed my life. You changed my life. Did I? You definitely did. Right? <laughs> Aw. I mean, think about it, dude. What I hope am I didn't I... make it worse. What did what, 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 you say? <laughs> I hope I didn't make it worse. No, you'd, well, no, I know. I, I made your life worse. Of, <laughs> I definitely, for how you changed my life, I definitely ruined your life. I mean, that's just how, <laughs> that's how it works. Fate isn't, fate Fate isn't a car ride where everyone goes to the same place. Fate's a seesaw. All right, man. <laughs> That's what I've learned. Um, but no, I mean, just think, just, just, just think about it right now. What I was doing back then, uh, a year or two years ago, and what we're doing now. We're trying to build two broke watch knobs. I have this thing I'm very passionate about. I'm trying to build up Rifka. I'm very, very passionate about it. None of that would have happened if I'd never gotten this first Seiko. And I would have never gotten this first Seiko if I'd never talked to you about watches right yeah um so thank you for, for 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 changing my life and i'm sorry for ruining yours i mean you won't thank me in a in a few years when you're, <laughs> when you're deep into debt i'm already in debt man i went to grad school that debt debt is nothing new to me all right <laughs> and i just ma i just got married so i got more debt i am you just pile it on just pile, i'm not i'm i'm immune to debt at this point yeah, wait till you buy a house. You're gonna be house broke on top of it all. <laughs> I, am, I am overeducated, underbanked, and housebroken. House, I know. I mean, well, dogs are housebroken. I am house poor. <laughs> Maybe I'm housebroken. Who knows? Housebroken. Yeah, housebroken too. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. I'm really happy to wear this watch again. And I, I did something with this watch last night. I never thought I would do. I fell asleep with this watch on. I look. I. It was the first time I ever slept with the watch on. We've talked about this on air. Sometimes people are weird about it, sleeping with watches, don't sleep with watches. I've never slept with a watch on, but last night was the first time because it was, um, it just, I just forgot, you know? Yeah, some, some people are curious about um, the things we do with our watches uh, personally. Mm -hmm. um, if we wear them the whole day, if we wear them to sleep, uh, if we wear them while doing other things. Um, <laughs> other activities. Other activities are, that are kind of weird to talk about on the show, but... But we're going to talk about them on the Patreon <laughs> special third episode Q&A. We've been asked some very interesting questions about watches and what we do. So <laughs> very much looking forward to answering y'all's questions. On but the third I, I, do, I, do enjoy, I do enjoy sleeping with a watch because I don't, um, I don't have an alarm clock. I just right. have the phone uh, next to me like charging, which is probably not, not good for me and not good for the phone. Uh, so it's kind of nice if, if I'm like tossing and turning in the middle of the night to just sort of, you know, see what time it is. And if it's something cool, like a Seiko or something with Super Luminova, like this, this Hemel I was wearing last night, um, you just kind of get a half, half a sleep glance at what, what time it is. And I don't know. Yeah. To go back to bed. Um, I, I think it's convenient, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, that's 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 what I'm wearing for the wrist check. I think it's great. I uh, I definitely missed this watch. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get a nice photo of of it on this black NATO and uh, get it on the feed. Maybe I can try and do something for Catter Day, Seiko Catter Day, with this watch. Yeah, do it. Um, I, I, one, I I told you one of my favorite photos I think, um, <clears throat> that you ever took was that watch. In Epcot, I think, with the Mickey statue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it was on yeah. tan. It was on, I think it was on tan. Uh, that was during Flower and Garden 2017 or 2016. Um, that was a Mickey uh, lawn ornament. 
I had draped the watch on. And that was, I think that was just after I'd gotten my Fuji X-T10. And I was just like taking pictures of everything. Everything's getting, every, if you cast a shadow and have made of matter, you're getting your picture taken, man. So I had nice. that camera with me everywhere. But yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was a fun picture. I feel like um, I, I, I remember that picture. I like the way it came out, but there are just some things I wish I, I could have changed about it. But I'm happy. I'm happy you liked it. But yeah, that was on that was on tan or green, light green, olive green, or some shit. Very cool. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, that, I mean that that that's what I'm wearing. Um, I this really really just there's two there's two facets. So moving on in the show right now, there's two things that we need to talk about before we get to the main topic. There's urology news, and there's two broke watch knobs news. Which would you like to talk about first? Let's start with the site. What's been going on? The site, it, I, so the site, as you guys know, maybe don't don't know. Um, we've been super active on it again. It feels incredible for me personally. It just feels incredible to just sit down and just manage this property, this domain property that we own. We're publishing stuff on there. Um, two really really big things that are up on the site right now: the Raven Watches, uh, the, the the Raven Watches Venture Review. Um, uh, which is in conjunction with uh, our last episode, episode 69, where we had Steve Loughlin from Raven Watches on the show as a special guest. That was super cool. Dude's awesome. Um, yeah. The second really, really big piece of news uh, about the website, in addition to all the updates that, I have, that, that, that are going on there right now, is there is also right now a review from Michael for the Orion Calamity. You know? Insane watch. Insane watch. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. You're very <laughs> lucky though. You got to see it and like hang out with it in person. So you met you met Nick Nick Harris from Orion Watches. You met him in person because you're not too far from him, right? Yeah, yeah. We're both here in in uh, the Seattle area. He goes to he goes to watchmaking school here. He's almost done actually. Um, That's awesome. And Orion has kind of been happening uh, throughout the entire period that he's been training as a, as a watchmaker. So it's, it's kind of interesting to, to see his progress from like, uh, like basically the most, I'll say the most popular, uh, Seiko modder, you know, if you yes. take a look at like watch you seek or like the Reddit community, um, and then transitioning to, um, basically like a full blown watch brand. Um, and then, you know, the Orion one and the Orion field standard, they were kind of like, you could tell that they were definitely original. They were Orion watches, um, but you could tell that he was still growing. Mm. Um, but now with this, this dive watch, man, it's, uh, it's all him. Yeah. It's, it's all him. And, yeah. uh, I think I mentioned it in the write-up, you know, the first time I met him, he's like, yeah, I'm going to do a dive watch and like, it's going to be super slim and you know, 40 millimeters and I'm going to use like a movement that nobody really uses in like the micro brand arena. He was, yeah, he was okay, the whatever. guest, he was the guest in episode 19 that long mm -hmm. ago. And that's, and he was saying that back then as well. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, uh, you know, later on met up with him again and I, you know, I held the watch in my hand and I, I just told him, I'm like, dude, you did everything that you told me you were going to do. <laughs> <laughs> and like, when when he kind of articulated it, I I couldn't I didn't really understand, um, to the extent that I did when I actually wore the watch on wrist. Mm. Um, it's a totally different experience. Nothing that I that I could have expected. Um, when wearing like a like a micro brand dive watch, I think right. I think there are micro brands and and then there's Nick. <laughs> you know, he kind of he he exists like outside of the whole micro brand spectrum 
really doing his own thing um has has a totally different knowledge and understanding of the way things work um well nick's when, nick's perspective is inf- nick's perspective is informed by the so there's there's there several there's several things that are kind of being someone's brain when they start a micro brand there's there's different yeah. things you have to balance and forefront in his mind always from my understanding is bringing back you u.s watch manufacturing u.s watches yeah. watches in america so with yeah. that perspective being forward facing and how he sort of thinks it's not unsurprising that he would put in so much effort into a watch basically have it transcend what you would normally think of as a micro brand watch you know what i'm saying like yeah. that that's always been my read of nick yeah and he he has plans for it too i mean it, he has a blog up on his website and he has plans for like you know basically buying you know buying a space like something like a like a full-on like farm kind mm-hmm. of concept that he has where he just like fills it up with machinery little by little and starts bringing it back um and to do it here in washington that would just be badass you know one could argue rgm over in pennsylvania is doing something yeah. similar um but i don't know for some reason i feel like people tend to forget rgm when they talk about american watchmaking i don't know if it's because the price of the watches sort of has people not consider them because they're very expensive i mean they're they're i you know i mean I, I guess rightfully so i mean a lot of them a lot of the ones some are eta based but then some are just completely done in their in their telephone booth workshop from what i understand it's a very tiny place but but yeah yeah i'm not really sure and it's it's very easy to kind of just like tune out when you see the prices and i'm just like i i i don't know much about rgm because i i feel like i've totally blocked it out because of right? the price yeah yeah like ten thousand like, dollar watches I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Nope. I just started a watch collection for ten thousand dollars. You're gonna two broke watch knobs. <laughs> that's that's episode one hundred. That's episode one. Yeah, episode one hundred. Ten thousand dollar watch collection. But yeah, no, it was it was cool. Um, it's definitely a watch that you need to have in hand to really understand. You know, um, right? Some people are gonna kind of yap about the price. Um, I'll say that there have been smaller brands that have committed far worse atrocities mm-hmm. um in in the areas of pricing and stuff like that so um don't pass judgment just yet get one in hand if if you can um what was your favorite I, part about the watch the case back so the, really? the whole the whole <laughs> case back of the watch is um i mentioned it in the write up it's it's scalloped in a way we we talk about like, like a fretboard like a fretboard, like those Ingve Malmsteen like strats where yeah. you, you play the guitar and you feel like you're playing on air. Um, <laughs> it feels like there's this like pocket of air like underneath the watch that's just like hugging your wrist. Um, that's so interesting. It's incredible because there are brands like Piaget that, you know, they, they do this like ultra thin thing like every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like thin for the sake of being thin. And the things they do are incredible. Um but you never really think about comfort. Um, right. And that, that was, that was also a big part of Nick picking the, uh, the 2892, which is an entire millimeter thinner than the 2824. Nice. So it's just, it's very thin and contoured and that, yeah, that's my favorite part. Just the way it kind of melts on the wrist from photos. I love the crown guard and the crown. Yeah. It's, that's it's signature Orion. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. It's just super cool to see it on that dive watch. But yeah, so I, 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 if you're curious about the watch, check out the write-up. Um, Mike's brought up on the website. 
Um, if you have questions, email us or or you can leave a comment in the actual post. Um, you know, really excited to just see just see what happens with Orion watches. I mean, obviously, the idea of American watchmaking is, is extremely important to me as well. The, the, the difference between me and Nick is, is that Nick is far more intelligent than I am, which is just what it is, and he's much better trained than I am. You know what I mean? My, my, my take and approach on it is a, bit, a little bit different. But, um, but I, I just think it's super cool to see something like that done um, based on also how he's growing through watchmaking school. I will say, I think also sort of the drawback, and I think the reason why people are kind of might shy away from the price is just because it's, it's you, if, like Michael said, you can't think of it necessarily as a micro brand. Cause when you think of it as a micro brand, you immediately think micro brand bracket pricing of five to 700 bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not really a micro brand piece anymore. It's not, it's not the same thought process. It's, I mean, not to sound weird. It's, it's thinking and designing on sort of like a higher, like a higher level almost, you know what I mean? So, so if you have any interest in the watch, go check out the write-up. Mike's got a lot of really fun pictures up there. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, and, and Michael, I, I, I shouldn't have spoken for you. You're happy to answer anyone's questions if they have them, right? About the watch? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, that's, that's a watch that needs to be kind of seen in person. I think it's going to make the rounds a little bit more, you know, maybe on, some of like the bigger watch blogs and stuff like that or or whatever like the Michael, there, there, there are no other now. watch blogs michael it's just us <laughs> that's true it's just we us. don't talk about other watch blogs on this podcast it's just <laughs> us all right well it's gonna make the rounds with several watch enthusiasts i would say <laughs> um and uh hopefully people can get a better understanding of yeah, what the death. watch is like e even if you can't you know get it in person uh, maybe Nick will choose to participate in something like Wind Up. That would be great. Um, oh, that'd be a lot of fun. That would be super valuable for him. Yeah. 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 But it's, uh, you know, I, I, I almost kind of, um, I don't want to compare, but it, it could be similar to, to the Monta effect where, you know, you and I were very skeptical at first, but when we, you know, saw the guys behind the brand and handled the pieces in person, we were just like, it's incredible. Like, like yeah. I get it, you know. Yeah, you that's actually it. a really good comparison. That's that. That was an incredible experience hanging out with those, uh, hanging out with both that field watch they were doing and that diver Monta over yeah. at Windup. So yeah, super cool, yeah. man. Really excited. Um, yeah, go and check out the site. We're updating it regularly. I am also working on the newsletter. I'm working on a format now. Um, people continue to sign up for it. Super appreciate that. Um. That'll just be another really just fun way of just us honestly just just telling you dick jokes and talking about watches. I mean, that's really all the newsletter is going to be good for, um, which is what I'm all, all about at this point in my life. Um, <laughs> dick jokes and watches. Dick jokes and watches. That basically, that's my fuel now. You know what I mean? That, that's just, that's just, that's just what it is. Dude. I, I don't drink coffee anymore. I go, I, I go, I wake up in the morning and I Google dick jokes and watches. And I just, <laughs> just scroll through. And we, and we rank for that? And we, oh my God, we should. I don't think people search for it. I can check the AdWords keyword planner, but I don't think people search for dick jokes and watches. <laughs> Michael, I will tell you right now, people are doing Google searches for Orient Christmas Chrono. Bam. We are directly responsible for that. <laughs> you hear that, Orient? That. You hear that, Orient? You send that rapey motherfucker over here so I can punch him in his giant jaw, and then you make Kaz <laughs> the mascot. All right? I won't wear anything awkward. I won't wear any Mark Day, Mark Summers fucking refused wear from Double Dare, whatever the fuck he's about. I don't know what he looks. Like. 
I, I would like to see you in the suit in the bathtub with the guy. Did you see that ad? Dude, it was so stupid. Like, I don't, I think they were trying to go for something like ironic, but it's just, it's just, it's a really cringy uncle joke. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, sweetheart, really grown to that swimsuit. No, Uncle Bob, that's fucking creepy as shit, dude. That's not funny. Like, it's creepy uncle jokes. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Makes man. Sense. It's fucked up. <laughs> For me to you, change, articulating that's fucked up. Also, in 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 more, it's sorry. <laughs> this is so upsetting. Um, really interesting Seiko news happened. Yeah, some some Sarbs got discontinued. Seiko, say it with me, guys. Seiko giveth and Seiko taketh away. Yeah, I can't. So these, uh, I, I don't know the full extent of the the SKUs that got discontinued, but the big ones are the. Uh, the chunky Marine Master, the Man. SBDX 017, the Sarb 033 and 035, God white dial it. and black dial. Love those watches. And kind of probably the most upsetting is the Sarb 017, which is the green dial Alpinist. Alpinist, that's awful. <clears throat> so one of two things will happen. Um, they'll either move those things into the Presage lineup Ugh. With uh, something like like four R movements, like right. they did with the cocktail time, um, or they'll come out with something totally unaffordable. So I can't wait to see. <laughs> I can't wait to see all the Seikos that I can't afford. So what you're telling me is Seiko Seiko went to the home I grew up in, went to the backyard with a spade, spade in a sack, and they dug up every single dead bird and pet I had ever accumulated and buried back there. And they put them all in a sack. And then Seiko danced, danced the death dance on top of that sack of my old beloved pets just because they wanted to fuck with something that was very close to me at one point. That's basically what you're saying? <laughs> that's, that's, that's exactly it. <laughs> I, I, th you know, you're, I think you're spot on. We're either going to see a lot of those enter the presage line or there's going to be some sort of new watch that's just uh, crazily priced. I don't really know what the what the impetus is behind doing those things. Um for me, I, the, 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 the Alpinist obviously is super upsetting. For me, what's really upsetting is the 035 and the 033. Those were yeah. such good go-to like dress watches to recommend to people who were looking for something with like... Because those have 6R15s, right? They have 6R15s and they're, <sighs> they're certainly dressy, but they're very sporty too. They're kind of like... Uh, I, I would call them like day chest killers. You know, yeah, kind of, man, because you, know, you can you can regulate them to to perform within cosk, and um, they're still sporty. They have loom. Um, you know, you can put them on a NATO or, or like leather for something even sportier or dressier. Um, but uh, you know, with with the Alpinist, I think there's there's a silver lining. I don't, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen with the diver. Um, <laughs> but with with the Alpinist, there were some kind of. There were older, like weirder models that had um, oh, had I, GMT movement. I've seen a white dial one. I don't know if that's limited edition, but I've seen a white dial um, Alpinus too. There were there was a white dial with a GMT hand. Yeah. Oh, um, okay, nice. And so some people are saying that they might do something like that because there's a gap there in their product collection, and some people are thinking they might do a blue dial, like a blue dial Alpinus, like the one that just got discontinued but just in blue. <sighs> Dude, at this point, trying to guess what they're doing is like sacrificing our daughter for good wins to Troy. Like this just, it just, it just, I, I just, it's not worth it. It's just, it's just going to cause stress and it's going to come back to bite me in the ass. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I just, I, I, yeah. it, we'll see what happens once we're you still, know, we're still clearing the rubble 
we'll see what happens in the aftermath. I try. I try to talk to Seiko. Um, you go knock on their door. <laughs> I really, I, I do. I try. Um, but nobody knows anything. <laughs> no one knows what the fuck is going on. They find out afterwards. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be a surprise this month. Um, but you know, I I have faith that they'll have some interesting concepts. I'm sure. I think the Presage lineup is going to get a little bit nicer, more diverse. I would say, not so dressy but sporty as well. What so, I don't like yeah. about the Presage line, just in regards to this this trajectory that we're seeing, is when the cocktail time was discontinued, we then got like 15 fucking versions of the cocktail. It's like it's like y'all like cocktail times. Here are 50 different Black Bay versions. It's like that. It, it. I just don't want it to be like the Tudor Black Bay. I don't want seventy-five different versions of one fucking watch. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah, my concern. Yeah, that's true. So, but, I, but I'm, 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 I'm a pessimist at, at, at best. So, who knows? But, um, but I'm looking at the time. Should we? Well, I want to make sure we have enough time to talk about the main topic. Is there anything else we need to cover, or is it time? Is it time for the main topic? Let's let's do the main topic. Let's do the main topic. How to start a watch collection, or our method for methods for starting a watch collection for $150. Michael chose some strategies and plans and pieces. I did the same. We're going to kind of compare notes. And so again, just to reiterate, this is the idea of someone who is maybe interested in watches. I saw like when I was doing it, I built this like persona of this person. And so I pictured someone, maybe they were in college or just out of college, or maybe they're just, just about to enter college, but like sort of that age. And they want, they just want a watch collection. Or just to at least start like dipping their toe in orology, you know what I mean? And so I, I, I kind of had a, a, you'll see as I go on, but you know this this idea in mind. So how do you want to do this? Do you want to just just say things to each other back and forth, or like, did you have a starting place? Like, did you have a methodology? That's my question. Or did so you just, my approach, my approach was just three watches. Interesting. Um, okay. I don't know what you did. You you. I think you mentioned like some accessories as well, depending on right. the approach, but I just picked three watches. So for me, um, I the idea when I hear a collection, it's that it's not just the accumulation of the watches, it's the watches have to live somewhere too. So I have, and, and, and obviously you collect based on what you like and how your lifestyle is at the time of collecting. So I actually have two options. I have two pathways to starting a collection $150. The first one is a watch roll slash case, two watches mm -hmm. and a leather strap. The second one is the watch roll and three watches. So hmm. so you just chose three straight watches. Did you have like a criteria? Like I want this kind of watch and this kind of watch, this kind of watch, or did you just choose three watches? Um I did I did a dive watch. Actually, I think I basically did the diver driver flyer thing. Oh, that's that's this is actually an excellent format for that. Okay, cool. What was the first one? So the first one, ironically, is the one that, in order to, um, kind of go for the uh, the used, uh, mm -hmm. I, I mean, or fall fall within the hundred fifty dollar range, you have to go used with. And I never thought I never thought that I would say you have to find one of these used to stay within budget um, okay but it's basically the vostok amphibian <laughs> scuba dude um the most modern iteration i'd say uh new it, it costs like 76 bucks on yeah. aranom right now um but it's you know it's it's a fun it's a fun dive watch it has color you know blue dials are really popular with 
um, collectors or I, I feel like if you get a blue dial dive watch to start off with, like I did, you're, you're going to get hooked on watches pretty much. Um, so that's why I picked the, uh, the scuba dude and it's, you know, it's pretty popular and it has kind of a fun lineage behind it. But, um, you know, people get rid of those things used all the time, say on Reddit or, you know, watch recon or something like that. You can get them for 50 bucks sometimes with like straps, you yeah. know, like I'm getting rid of this, um, you know, uh, just take it with a bunch of straps or whatever. Um, <clears throat> I would say get it on rubber, you know, cause that's more fun. Hmm. Um, but that's, that's, that's the diver that I came up with. I'm so curious on what planet are we on where in a challenge like this, I chose no Russian watches, but you did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I've had this one on my mind for a while. Um, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out the right time to, to jump on a, on one of these new amphibians because well, they're just, they're just so much fun. I wore, I actually wore the one that you gave me the other day. Oh yeah, uh, I I wear that on the weekends a lot, and it's it's super fun, and I well, just like to, I just like to compare, you know, well, new versus old. Spoiler alert: I have a new one coming in for myself, actually. Yeah, yeah. I ordered yeah. it on I ordered it on Marinam about two weeks ago, which means it's gonna take another fourteen years to get here <laughs> via Russian Post, which is basically a mule that's beaten to death, and it's allowed to rot in the general direction of where the package is supposed to go. So I'll get that shit basically when the dinosaurs come back. So I'm very yes. excited to try that watch on. Yes. yes. At some point. Um, interesting. So the approach that I had taken was sort of similar. I had the idea of, okay, I like the idea of, of, of let's say I want to fit someone's lifestyle. So let's say they need a sporty watch. Um, you'd need like, you know, a dress, quote unquote dress watch. And then at the same time, you need sort of the watch geek watch. Like a, like a, like sort of like a geeky, when I say geeky, I mean like, not a three-hander, nothing that's just like sport utilitarian, but something that's just like orologically cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I have two options here. Um, I'm trying to think of how to like structure it. What I will say is what's what's the same in both of them is this watch roll that I found. So I love I found this watch roll on Amazon. If you go to Amazon and you type in auto arc a-u-t-o-a-r-k leatherette leatherette roll. Uh, Traveler's Watch Storage. It's $10.99. This thing is fucking so cool for two reasons. It's both watch display, like you can display watches with it, and then all you have to do is close the little door and it's a travel case at the same time. So it basically looks like a cylinder. You can have it on your on your desk or you can have it on your vanity or you can have it like, you know, like by the front door where you get ready. You can have it on display and it holds three watches, which is perfect for the kind of watch collecting persona that I'm thinking of right now, and at and at eleven bucks, I think that's super cool. I don't know. If, I don't know if you, if you have a picture of this thing. No, no, I'm trying to find it. You want me you to? Say it's Auto what? Auto Arc, like Noah's Ark, but it's one word: A U T O A R K. Auto Arc Leather Et Leather E T T E Roll. It's not real leather. Let's see. Ah, I see it. Yeah. So I yeah I I think this is super cool because it satisfies the criteria of a watch box and that it will protect and display. But at the same time, if you have to travel somewhere, bro, you just close the little fucking door, button the little button thing, and you put it in your bag next to your next to your vibrator or whatever, and you fucking go. You know <laughs> what I mean? Ten ten ninety nine. It's it's got some pretty good reviews. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the other thing. Also, I, 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 I really solid reviews. So I kind of built the persona around this, like just having this thing that serves multiple functions. It's really, really not a lot of money. Um, it's got good reviews, and so I, I love the idea of building it around this. So the first watch I kind of pictured going in there. Um, so you did, a, you did a, you did a diver. I'll do what I constituted as the sporty watch. Now the sporty watch that I had chosen only lives in. I think one of my options. Let me just double check. Mm -hmm. ba, 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 ba. Actually, I have two sporty watch options. Mm, I'll just use. I'll just say one. So the sporty watch option that I was going with that I really like a lot. It is. It's a G-Shock. It is specifically the Casio G-Shock DW sixty nine hundred one V men's black raisin. So it's W D. Uh, it's DW. Pff, sorry, Darkwing Duck. It's DW sixty nine hundred. Ooh, um, ooh, this thing is sick. So I pictured this as someone saying, I want to start a watch collection. I like the idea of wearing watches, but I go to the gym or maybe I'm into running and I don't want to sweat all over a watch. I also have to wear to work. I don't want to sweat all over my fucking Apple watch if I have one of those for some reason. So I need mm -hmm. something that is okay for me to work out in, but at the same time has 200 fucking meters of water resistance that I can use to track uh, lap times in regards to like positioning like a first time like like first place for laps and second place for laps i want something with an alarm i want something that has like illumination in case i'm running in the dark from the cops or whatever you use watches for these days i have no idea you know what i mean mm -hmm. and this fucking yeah. watch has it um it is so i'm gonna read the i'm, I'm read the features right here shock resistant because it's a g-shock obviously 200 meter water resistance Backlight with afterglow, flash alert. It flashes with a buzzer that sounds for alarms. It has an hourly time signal, a countdown timer, um, a one one hundred second stopwatch. It has a measuring mode for elapsed time. You can split time between first and second place times. Countdown timer, multifunction alarm, full auto calendar, 12, 12 24 hour formats. This thing is insane. It's forty two dollars. So if you were like, if you were someone who is very, very structured and you were very much into like going to the gym and you just wanted something that wasn't your phone, you don't want to sweat all over your fucking phone or any of that stuff like that, this fucking G-Shock will do it, man. And 42 bucks. I think this thing is awesome. Do you, do, do you, have, a, you have a pictures thing in front of you yet? Yeah, yeah, I do. How classic is this, dude? Yeah. It's, it's basically the original G-Shock. I love this watch. And at 40 <laughs> bucks, that's insane. That's insanity, yeah. dude. How cool yeah. this thing is. That's so a good it, choice. I, I thought about that one, but it would have it would have taken me over 150. <laughs> oh, is that right? No, no, I hear you. I hear you. I, I, but 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 for me, it satisfied so many criteria. Because the thing is, at the same time, maybe you're not into into the gym. Maybe you're super into swimming. You could fucking swim at this thing, dude. It's 200 meters, man, of water resistance. Yeah. All right. God, sorry, I'm very worked up right now. That's okay. Whew, okay, but yeah, that's that's my sporty pick. So just kind of prefacing it, you know, it's you got the watch roll ten bucks, you got this watch forty two bucks. I think we're at like sixty ish bucks for me right now. But what is so that so you did your diver? What was your next one? So, I would say the baby brother of the one that you just picked, the one the one that you should get if you're just slightly more broke. <laughs> And uh, I guess it qualifies as a driver because it has a chronograph. Ooh. Um, it has good water resistance. Probably, I, I'm not sure, but probably the same as the the DW5600. But it's the Casio F91W-1. Yes, the dad watch. It's 
$10.35. Oh, that's so good. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. That's an I've seen, excellent choice. I've seen people put them on, on NATOs, so that's kind of fun. Wow. Um, it's got an alarm, and it's got a chronograph, so it can wake you up for work. Um, and on the weekends, you can do, I don't know, fun stuff with your kids uh, or whatever, and, I don't know, time your barbecue and, you know, it's uh, it's it's kind of a classic I, yeah. I hate to, I hate to use the word iconic or classic or anything like that but it's it's kind of just like the most rock solid Casio you can get you know besides the 5600 that you you brought up and the the the, the value proposition is incredible in regards to if something does happen and the watch is broken it's a ten dollar watch dude correct just yeah. buy another one <laughs> yeah I'm I'm actually I'm traveling to um to Colombia this summer and I was just thinking the other day I'm like what the fuck am I gonna bring I'm like I should probably just buy one of those $10 Casios. wait the, wait the wait the district of Colombia or the or the country of Colombia the country the country why are you going to Colombia <laughs> it's it's for it's for kind of like an anniversary trip and uh and we have some friends that are getting married there is Colombia a good place to go on your anniversary on? I I I I, I guess I don't know, man. Shit, I, I, I yeah, rock and roll, dude. Bring it, bring yeah, a Casio. They, they have they have some touristy spots. I mean, if I if I lose some organs or some watches, I'll let you know. I'll give you mine. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, this is also I guess also a good travel watch if you don't want to oh, yeah. worry about going through security or or losing something in a different country. Yeah, ten dollars thirty five cents. That's so killer. Yeah, and it is sporty, and I it would it would be fun to wear this with a suit. <laughs> There's something so incredible about wearing a G-Shock with a suit. I told you I was at a buddy's wedding, and I was hanging out with one of his buddies, and like we were just connecting because I'm just like, oh, dude, I love your I love your G-Shock. Dude was rocking a G-Shock with a suit like a fucking FBI agent. You know what yeah. I mean? And he's like, oh, I feel like a dumbass. I didn't bring a nice watch. I'm like, no, 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 dude, you are the coolest person here right now. Be under <laughs> be under no illusion. You are the coolest motherfucker in this building. Rocking your uh, giant G-Shock with your suit. <laughs> I, I won't I won't bring politics into it, but I'm sorry. Like Bill Clinton is the one that started that look. He, he was just, uh it was well he rocked the Iron Man, the Timex Iron Man, right? Or, was, yeah. or, or did he also wear G Shocks? I, I don't know, but it's the Timex Iron Man, you know, yeah. and that is that's the look, man. Yeah. You know, pe people can make fun of it, but that's that's it. It worked. It super worked. But that, so that's okay, so that's that was your sort of Flyer because it has a chronograph. Driver, 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 driver. I, I yeah, that's right. Driver. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Um. So let me see. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to roll with the first option I created, and then really quick at the end, I'll um, I'll kind of give a rundown for the second option just to keep it, just to keep it uh normal. Makes sense. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So going with the first option, we did the we did that little watch roll. This little kind of cylinder case that also is display is good for travel. We talked about the sick G-Shock DW6900, 42, 43 bucks. I forgot what it was. It does everything. It has a has a fucking menstrual calendar on there. It, 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 it doesn't have menstrual calendar. I don't know. <laughs> but it has everything else. And it has everything else on that fucking watch, dude. Um in addition to that, so within this I wanted to do the geeky watch, the watch, the like, the complication watch. Okay. Michael, have we ever talked about how incredible, and we've talked about this brand before and how this is going to be their year, in my opinion, but have we talked about how incredible the Timex chronographs are, the different chronographs that they offer? The analog ones? The ones with, like, what, 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 what do you mean analog? With, like, like sub, like, yeah. not digital, like. Yeah, yeah, no, no we, we haven't, like, actually. Dude, we have not. Dude, 
dude, you don't even know. You don't even know, man. Yeah, they're nice. They're nice. They're I've seen them. Really good. Like so. Okay, so I chose two, um, two chronographs uh, from Timex. So it's the Timex Weekender, which is a bit more. Um, you could probably rock it in an office. You know what I mean? It comes in at around. It's approximately. I'm gonna say approximately fifty five dollars because there are some models that are fifty three and there are some models that are sixty dollars. So I'll say ballpark range fifty five bucks. Mm-hmm. Really, really cool watch. Um, I love the watch a lot. But at the same time, if you wanted a chronograph that might be that was maybe a little bit more sporty, you can also go on Amazon and you can check out the Timex Expedition Scout chronograph. Um, mm. They're five or so bucks more. I think they're around sixty dollars, but they have a lot of really really fun options. Um, I think they're great just because it's just. I feel like everyone needs a chronograph. I don't say that often. In some capacity, I feel like people need a chronograph. Even though, yes, I understand the G-Shock I just mentioned satisfies the criteria of a chronograph. Yeah. But I want to look at my watch and see a bunch of shit happening on the dial. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to like, like I want to see a bunch of fucking circles and hands because for there's just something very cool about it and there's also just kind of fun practical stuff about the chronograph having the buttons and everything like that so in this kind of persona that i was i was creating i'm like okay this person they have the watch case they have their sporty watch um let's say they're getting close to 150 bucks um let's say maybe they do one more watch and they do some kind of additional accessory so the one more watch was either this timex weekender or the timex expedition scout you know what i'm saying hmm. okay um I think they're super cool. I think they're super fun. Obviously, it's, it's Timex, so you can rely on it. But the accessory that I was thinking about that you could go with is uh, around this point, you probably have about 40... Hold on, I can I just tell you right now. 60, 40... You probably have about 30 or 40 bucks left. You take that 30 or 40 bucks, you go over to Crown and, Crown and Buckle, and you buy a sweet-ass leather strap for your Timex chronograph. You know what I mean? It's a nice leather strap. I think that would, well, the thing is, I I would recommend spending more on a leather strap just so you could, it grows with your collection. You know what I mean? I see. I feel like spending 30 or so bucks on a leather strap at that point makes a lot of sense because at the same time, also, it could make your 40 or $50 watch feel so fucking badass. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. So that was sort of the thought process. And it's the idea also, I think the, I think these chronos, they're probably 20 millimeters, 22 millimeters. You could easily put that crown and buckle leather strap on something else as your collection grows, man. You know? Yeah, I'm looking at some photos of these <clears throat> Expedition Scout chronos, and people do experiment with a bunch of different straps, and it does, yeah, it really mixes up the look. It's really cool. What I love particularly about the Weekender is it looks like it has wire lugs. Mm-hmm. They're not yeah, actually wire lugs, but they're styled to look like it, and that's that's for me, that's killer. That's like very, very like not to sound weird, but like super in. It's like vintagey style, but it's not gonna fall apart. And your 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 grandfather didn't wear it on D Day. Like it's a it's it's okay for you to wear this to work. You know, it's not gonna, yeah. not gonna melt on your wrist. So yeah, that's I think the, a lot of the Weekender has has those. Uh, a lot a lot of the Weekender watches have those. Yeah, wire ish lugs. I I think they're super cool. So that um, was the first option. At around this point. All that stuff added together, you're at about 150 bucks. Um, hmm. I have a second option. I'll go over that really, really quick um, uh, later on. But that's the whole. That's my whole collection. It's this watch roll, this watch roll watch case. It's the Timex Chrono, either the Expedition Scout or the Weekender. And there are also lots of different colors and styles. 
as well. Um, and then the other watch that would go here would be that G-Shock DW6900, and then additionally a leather strap. All in all, around there, you get about 150 bucks. And I feel like for someone that's starting a watch collection, that's super fucking solid. But 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 but, but what do you think? So to to top it off, um, <clears throat> you know, like I said, I did the diver driver flyer thing, but I also tried to do um, this approach where you have a uh, an analog mechanical watch, mm-hmm. which is the the amphibian. Um, you have a quartz digital, which is the F ninety one, right, and then a quartz analog. So um, from from the archive series of Timex, uh, I picked the, well, they're just calling it the Mark one now, but it's, I feel like in the old days it was called like the Timex camper Mark one or we've, something like we've, that. We've talked about this watch on air, I think. Yeah. So this, this watch achieves kind of two different looks. It, it, it satisfies sort of like the field watch thing, but it's also, I feel like a little Mark 11 ish. Uh, so it's, there were pilot watches back in the day made in this style, um, you know, with the 24 hour scale just under the primary like hour numerals. Yeah. Um, so you get both scales for, for military time and civilian time. Um, and it's just, I'm looking at this thing now. It's beautiful. Like it's yeah, these, straight up beautiful. <laughs> these new ones are small, like a resin case. If you get it, if you get the green like resin case, you get that like Vietnam, sort yeah. of issue look um if you get the the black one it's a little more neutral and then there's a blue resin case just kind of Dude. its own thing the timex is gonna kill it this year yeah no days you so have excited. the uh you have the classic like wave um i was gonna ask you just above six what is that is that for water resistance you know i don't know what it is i, I don't know what it means but when when we were researching for the uh affordable vintage digital watches i found it in the um in a lot of the data link uh, watches that that NASA would would use, so huh, that little that little detail has been around for for a while. Um, but yeah, this this was my this was my final pick to have sort of a you know a diver in the amphibian, a uh, driver with a chronograph, the digital chronograph, and sort of a flyer slash field watch in this right. um, Timex Mark One camper. I think it's a super solid like collection. And the thing is, I love the fact that you got an automatic in there. I think that's super because I feel like even like in the beginning of like watch collecting, as you're doing research, inevitably someone's gonna bring up an automatic to you, or you're gonna learn about automatics, and you might be curious off the bat. And when you start looking at automatics, you'll be like, oh well, like the cheapest ones I'm seeing are 200 bucks. I can't fucking afford that. You know what well, I mean? And, and you have to you have to get used to. The, I, I remember like when I bought my Mako, I was I was almost like a little scared. Like yeah, you know, like what is like a mechanical watch? Like what does it mean to get into owning these these things? Like what I have to like wind it or like do I have to wind it a certain way or like what do I do to keep this thing working and not break it? So right, I I think something like like a Vostok that you can find either for 60 bucks or like or 70 bucks brand new or like 50, 40, $30 used with some straps. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a good first, it's a good first mechanical to kind of get you into the groove of, you know, caring for, for a mechanical watch. Um, you know, the responsibility, the growth that you feel when, when you, um, when you add these things to your collection. Yeah. 
That's so cool. When I first when I first got my automatic watch, the Seiko SNK I'm wearing right now, uh, I went home and um, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I just I just got this really cool watch. And the first thing my dad said, because he just talked about winding watch, the first my dad says, oh, just you know, just make sure you don't overwind it. I'm like, I don't think I can wind it. I think I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, overwinding was a thing at some point. It was, it was, and so I, I'm like, I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking. About. It's like, oh, if you wind it too much, you'll you'll break the little spring in there. And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? I didn't know anything back then. You know what I mean? But like, but like, I now understand what he was saying. You know, in relation to the the little watch that I had just bought. But but yeah, yeah, overwinding <clears throat> is is something that people worry about. I don't think it's been a thing since like the 80s. No, it's nothing to be worried about anymore. Yeah, because now now the mainspring I think has like a slip mechanism to it where it's just like when there's enough tension the winding just doesn't do anything. I'm not sure of the mechanics, but yeah, it's not a thing anymore. Not yeah. not with watches beyond I think the the mid to late 80s. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So what I want to do is can I just read out the the my 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 option two for the yeah. watch collection? Yeah, so basically it. option two. Uh, is based around the watch roll I mentioned before, in addition to three watches. A geeky watch, a sporty watch, and a dress watch. Something you can wear to work, but that's not really stuffy. You know, it's still work appropriate, but it's cool. Um, mm -hmm. The first watch, the geeky watch, we've already talked about. It's one of the Timex Chronos, so either the Timex Weekender or the Timex Expedition Scout. I love both. Um... I was gonna say I was I was gonna make an aside, but I'll I'll make it afterwards. Uh, the sporty watch is different. It is a Casio, but it's not a G-Shock. It is specifically um, there's two reasons I picked this. It is the Casio A168WA. Casio A168WA. Hmm. It's sixteen dollars. It's metal. It's on a bracelet. It has a luminator. It has a little start-stop thing. It's water resistant. This is the what I classify as a sporty watch for someone that just doesn't really like go to the gym, but they don't want to sweat all over their chronograph or their dress watch. They just want to like hang out. Or if they want to be particularly retro swaggy in the office, you could totally uh, wear this watch. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, do you have a picture, uh, a picture in front of you yet? No. What was the what was the reference again? A W A one like the steak sauce. A one six eight. And then WA, like your state, Washington. Oh, yeah. I see these. How cool is this fucking watch? $16, yeah. dude. 16 donuts. That's not a lot of donuts. I mean, well, yeah, 16 donuts is a lot of donuts, but in regards to the metaphorical donut to dollar ratio, 16 donuts is a lot, a lot of donuts. I would I love know. 16 donuts right about I now. Would. Do they do vegan donuts? I meant to ask you a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, uh, there's Mighty O Donuts here in Seattle. Really good vegan donuts. Interesting. What makes a so what makes a donut not vegan? Uh, eggs like, and dairy. Eggs and dairy. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. pretty sweet, man. But yeah, this watch I think is super super cool. Um, it has the water resist. You shouldn't feel guilty if you like went for a hike or a walk in this and you were sweating all over it. So that was the idea I was kind of creating in my head. I want a sporty watch, but I'm not like a gym rat and I don't really give a shit about like measuring my running times. As long as I get somewhere and I don't die by 60, I'm happy. That yeah. was kind of the thought process with this watch. Um, 
Now the third watch I think is going to be surprising. The third watch is the dress watch. So at this point in time, I was getting pretty close to 150 bucks. You got the Timex chronograph around 50 or 60 bucks, depending on which one you're looking at. You got the watch roll at around 10. You then got the Casio we just mentioned at around 16 bucks. I didn't have a lot of money left. And I'm like, okay, I'm thinking like, what can I do? I just want a straight up nice three hand dress watch that you know, I can wear to work, but afterwards, if I went to dinner with friends or if I had a date or if I wanted to just like catch up and, and hang out, I could still totally wear the watch and not look like some weirdo. It is actually a fossil. A fo I, chose a, I chose a fossil watch. Uh, uh, please, please keep your hisses and, and tomato throwing to the end, people. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I almost picked an Invicta for this, but I was too scared. Ooh, brave, braver, braver man than I. Um, <laughs> I chose specifically uh, the Fossil Commuter three-hand date. This is a really cool watch. Also, again, has the wire lugs. It seems to come with a really fun two-stitch style quick change strap. But what I love about it the most is that it's huh. a dress watch, but it's not one of those really boring, it just has bar hands and it has marks on it or whatever. It has a mixture of bars and Arabic numerals. Arabic numerals are two and six. It has a date um, at three o'clock, but the date is a little circle. It has yeah. syringe hands. And what I love the most is this dial. This dial is like a pearl, not, not, not purloid. Um, it's white, but it has a bit of um, like a shine to it. Like a, I'm trying to think of the word. I'm trying to think of the word. It's kind of like, like a sunburst. I was just going to say, thank you yeah. so much. Like a sunburst shine, but it's very subtle. I think this is super work appropriate. It's still also very kind of personality defying and it's not stuffy. It's a really good dress watch. It has a Miyota quartz in there. So you know that thing is going to be fine. Um, it's on Amazon right now for 55 bucks. Altogether, that Casio, this Fossil watch, that Timex Chrono, and the watch case, you're at about 150 bucks. Nice. You know what I'm saying? And I think I, I I I think it's great to think of it in terms of this. I know when people start watch collecting, they they'll start researching and they'll start hearing people say, Oh, well, if you can't even afford an entry level two hundred dollar automatic, then just save up money and buy that, or just like or don't even bother with these other watches, blah blah blah. Yeah, guys, that's the internet fucking with you. Don't let the internet fuck with you. Like you, you made the choice to do something before someone influenced you. If you made the choice to collect watches of your own accord, you should collect in that same way. You shouldn't let people on forums or wherever the hell you get your information from sway you or make you feel weird for wanting a Fossil or wanting a Timex or wanting any of the watches that we mentioned on here. I mean, if people even shit on Vostok. People even say, don't spend 70 bucks on a fucking Vostok diver. <laughs> Seriously, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I... I I'm sorry? The two hundred, the two hundred to to one one fifty dollar thing is is really fun because I I think actually my wife and I we spent I think we spent like less a little less than two hundred bucks on groceries the last time we did groceries yeah and we like we made it last for two weeks and like I don't know you feel like kings at that point you're just like <laughs> whoa like we're not going out like we're totally sustained it's great like. You know, we talk about a thousand bucks being rent or like 200 bucks being like groceries, a big, a big chunk of groceries, you know, yeah. that keeps you going for a while, you know, just, um, you know, you spend what you can. Uh, and I think, I think you can have fun. You can have fun with this. Even if you're spending 10 bucks yeah. on a Casio F91, you know, it's just, it's that much fun. 
Yeah, hobby, that's the, the hobby is that much fun, and you can show up with that watch to say like a fucking red bar, and you know you can you can be proud of what you have on your wrist. You totally. The, the, the thing is, you, 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 I mean, I mean, you said it perfectly, basically to paraphrase, just, just shop, just shop and collect with your heart like that. Cause it, it, that's, that's the best way to be satisfied with how you're collecting. You could, yeah, I mean, easily you could show up to red bar with, with that, with that, um, with that F9, uh, I, I always forget the number of that watch, that Casio and it's just, it, it'll be killer or any other, the watches we've talked about, you know what I mean? So I just, I, if there's a takeaway from the show, it's, it's that like, don't listen to the bullshit. Spend what you're comfortable with, and the next time someone tells you you can start a watch collection for only a thousand dollars, you fucking send, you send them to our fucking show. All right, dude. <laughs> we'll talk to them. <laughs> you know, there's there's another there's another watch that I I feel like I have to mention. Uh, okay. Because I think it's part of, I think the same family of the last one that you mentioned. The A what was it? The A one something. A one six eight W A. Something like that. Let me see it again here. Yeah, so the uh, the AE-1200 WHD-1A okay. is a similar watch. I got to put that in. <laughs> but it's it's a world time. It's a world time Casio. Oh, hell yeah. Those things are, those things are so cool. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's, that, only, that's only 20, 27 bucks if that, you want to get fancy. That definitely, if you feel like steak tonight, you can go for $27 on that Casio World Time. Yeah, that definitely, definitely makes the list. Um, I, I, I feel like what we've said makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm very curious to hear everyone else's opinions. Do you, do, you, do you think there are watches we could have mentioned that have not made the list? Or even more pertinent, have you been in this situation? Did you receive like 150 bucks? For birth for your for a birthday or in like gift cards and you were just like oh I'm gonna fucking start trying to collect watches like have you been in this situation like is the approach that we take that we took Michael and my different approaches like did they make sense to you really interested to hear everyone's opinion have you owned any of the watches we've talked about I think that'll be really fun to hear you know I think I think I'm about to own this Casio World Time that I just told <laughs> you about because I just found something really cute that the product photographer just did for this. Okay. So this this Casio has a little kind of like globe display where it shows you like all the countries in the world. Yeah. And then under it gives you kind of like a three digit country code or like I guess you could say like airport code. Wow. And then in a box next to it, it gives you like T1, T2, T3, T4 for like I guess whatever time zone you're tracking. So okay. before this person took the product photo for Amazon or whatever this Casio is listed on, uh, they have it set to Paris, which is P-A-R, and Paris is its T4 on the watch. So altogether, it's party. <laughs> you, you, that was, you think photo, that was intentional? I th This had to be intentional, and I'm <laughs> buying this watch right now because of that. <laughs> Are you seriously buying it right now? 27 bucks? <laughs> 27 bucks? I have to ask my wife. <laughs> not buying it right now maybe later <laughs> that's so cool you know what's funny in the process of doing this research i discovered a timex chronograph that i am hardcore going to buy did you know michael did you know i'm curious if you knew this michael that timex made a quartz flyback chronograph no it's fucking incredible google timex smart timex intelligent quartz flyback chronograph there's a few I, models i see it yeah 120 
Uh, there's one for 120. There's one on sale now for 80 bucks. There's a oh. few different versions. There's a linear chronograph one. Dude, I gotta get one of these watches. 100, 100 between 100 and 150 bucks. It measures. Um, it it varies between like it, like 10 minute increments within four hours. Some are 24 hours, depending on like like the flyback fucking type or whatever it is. You know what I mean? That yeah. is some geeky ass shit. That yeah. really is intriguing to me. It's a little <laughs> large. It's 13 millimeters thick and 43 millimeter diameter, mm. you know, but it's understandable because it's a fucking quartz flyback chronograph. Yeah, this is this is pretty geeky. Like the display right? is just kind of like almost overly complex uh, for a Timex, <laughs> but it is it is pretty damn cool. And it comes in like blue, green. I think there are different case uh, options where there's even a goldish one. Is there? Oh, there's one on a bracelet. That's pretty cool. There's like a blue one on a bracelet. I'm looking at the blue one on this brown. It's 150 bucks. I am also very tempted by the first one. It's brown and black for 74 bucks. That's a great fucking price, dude. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, I like that blue one on the bracelet. That's yeah. pretty cool. So I discovered these recently. I, I, I there, There's videos online of these things working. This thing has given me an neurological hard-on. I'm <laughs> super, super, I'm super smitten on this thing, man. You know what I mean? Nice. Well, this, I mean, this was fun, man. It was basically two broke watch knobs talking about really cheap watches. <laughs> Isn't that our bread and butter? That's what we do, man. Like, that's like what we're supposed to do. <laughs> I feel like we talk about expensive watches sometimes, but this is like really I cheap we make, stuff. I feel like we, we make fun of expensive watches. Um, <laughs> we do. <laughs> a lot. I'm looking at you, Mr. Dick Mill. I'm <laughs> looking at you. Richard Mill. Uh telling you man but okay um yeah should i do like a should, should I do like a recap of some yeah. kind yeah yeah let's do it Ooh, let's do it okay um yeah so this has been a really really special episode again it came from the idea that i saw an orion ad how to start your watch collection for only a thousand bucks the only the f- fuck fuck not fuck my mouth fuck your mouth a thousand dollars a thousand dollars mr 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 rapey orion mascot man you can go you can go make fuck yourself a thousand dollars so we were, so Mike and I were talking, 150 bucks. That's the idea it came from. Highest Harder Watch Collection for 150 bucks. Been a, really a lot of fun. If you have any thoughts and opinions about the stuff that we've talked about, definitely hit us up. We'd love to hear everyone's thoughts and opinions. This is supposed to be a really collaborative effort, so really excited to hear from you guys. In addition to that, Seiko giveth and Seiko taketh away slashing and discontinuing Sarbline, specifically that Marine Master you talked about. The Sarb 00, uh, 033 and 035. The Alpinist is also gone. Blessings yeah. be a Pawnee. Um, really, really sad. But in good news, the Two Broke Watch Knobs website is really kicking ass right now. Um, our traffic is the highest that it's been in a long time. Um, we're really, really excited to get articles on there. Huge thank you also to everyone that is currently writing articles for us. Like we did a long time ago a call out to people who wanted to contribute and more people responded than I expected, <laughs> and so we've been in. Con- yeah. I, I, I've been in contact with them, and and people are working on stuff, and it's really exciting. I'm really excited to just share and host the stuff that people want to put out there. Like that to me is just super exciting, and I'm super honored that they chose and are cool with two book watch knobs doing it because um you know our our brand of orological shenanigans isn't really isn't really for anyone or everyone. I don't think you know what I mean. Yeah. So really good news about the site. Um, in addition to that, 
Uh, keep an eye out for the new Patreon episode, episode three. Um, we're going to start working on it soon. It's going to be question and answer format in that same vein. If you have been entertained at all during this show, if our information has been helpful at all during the show, if you're curious to learn more about us, to learn more about sort of our our perspective on urology and how we want to grow the podcast more. Wow, something's breaking back there, dude. <laughs> She's fine. She's <laughs> fine. Okay. She's fine. She's lying in a pile of broken glass. She's fine. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> Um, if you've been all entertained, if we made your commute at all any little better, if we if we just brought some really cool watches up, if we helped you with our information, please consider checking out our Patreon page. It's uh, patreon.com slash knobs. You can read about us, kind of read about how we want to grow the show. If you feel so inclined, you can also become a patron and donate to the show. Um, I think the thing right there is like donating a dollar. We suggest $4 because we do four episodes a month, so that's once a week. But you can just do whatever you're comfortable with. Um, it's just all those... Patron donations, they go to making the show hosting stay alive, the website hosting, also our equipment, um, the hosting of the actual audio for the for the SoundCloud, also the giveaways. We do a lot of giveaways. Oh my god, huge congratulations to our 4,000 follower giveaway winner, <laughs> Crawley, yeah. Crawley Media, or Media Crawley. I can't, you know, I really should do more research for this fucking show. It's okay. You he think knows I, who he, he is? You think I would, man? You know what I'm saying? You, you guy, you, you guy, the guy that won, the guy, the guy that won, the fucking guy, <laughs> the guy that won. There you go, Crawley, Crawley Media. Huge congratulations to you, man. You won the um, the Seiko we're giving away for the 4,000 follower giveaway uh, contest. Thank you so much to everyone who entered. Really means a lot. Keep an eye on the feed and the show because Michael and I are planning more giveaways because we have reached more milestones. We have 10,000 posts. On our two broke watch knobs hashtag. What the hell, man? Right? Yep. Yep. What That's, the hell? <laughs> yeah. What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing, man? That's insanity. So, yeah, keep an eye for that. We have other things, really cool things planned. Also, keep an eye on the website, uh, Crawley Media. Crawley. I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm fucking this up, dude. Uh, Crawley. Crawley Media. Hmm. Uh, is going to do a write-up. He's going to do a review on the Seiko. So, really excited to hear his thoughts and impressions on that. Um, ba, ba, ba. did I miss anything? That's it. I think that's it. That talk- and a bunch of that and a bunch of cheap watches that are really fun for starting a collection. <laughs> really fucking cool watches. I do. I do apologize for talking too much, Michael. You uh, you deserve some kind of medal for hearing yeah. my bullshit. No, I'm fine. No, no. Your no. friendship is enough. No, I've already I've already ruined your life. I'm not leaving you giftless <laughs> for having listened to my bullshit. I'll find something to give you. You know what I'm saying? Just let me play with the cats next time I'm over, I'm over there. Hell yeah, dude. There's one next to me right now. Oh my god, they switched. <laughs> one cat was here. Apparently she left, and now the other cat is here, but it's in the same exact pose that the first one was in. Send send me one of those uh, one of those uh, Disney collars. I'll put one on my dog. Make her even louder. Didn't, did, did, didn't I give you one? I don't think it has a jangly thing on it. Oh, that's right. The dog collars don't have the bell. Cat collars have the bell. Here, let's see if I can. There you go. It's like there fucking it Chris, Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle breaking my fucking door down with this goddamn bell ringing all the time, dude. But um, but yeah, uh, 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 really, again, super excited to hear everyone's thoughts and opinions on the show. Um, I think it's probably time. Yeah, and uh, if you guys have any ideas uh, for approaching a collection for 150 bucks or less, uh, email us or DM us and... Let us know in the comments um, if you guys have ever had to approach this issue or yeah. or journey for 150 bucks. Uh, let us know how you did it. 
And keep an eye for that Timex uh, flyback chronograph because I'm, I'm buying that shit soon. Nice. Well, yeah, <laughs> I think it's I think it's time to go. This was right. fun. You 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 do the outro. I'll jump in. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. This is Kaz. You'll be listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. Ring that little bell. All right, there we go. Later.